and ESPN 92.5. The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and anything else that comes to mind, including how much people can suck sometimes. Hey, let's have some fun. It's a Wednesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Power, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it is a Wednesday when you call, text, Twitch, tweet, whatever the hell you do. Put odds on it. What are the odds? Could be a fun show, Hoffman. Percent, like, 81? Okay, so you're not too confident today. Well, I mean, that's... Four out of five ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. And that's even better than four out of five. Barely. I'm not good at math, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's good you enough. Did, I mean, me. you're always optimistic, but you don't, you'd never pay attention to the fact that, like, about 60% of the people out there are garbage people. See, I, I don't, I don't think it's that high. Well, I assure you it is. That you live I, in a cloud where for I, some reason you don't realize it. No, I think 5% of them are garbage people. They're just the loudest. And because and they spoil it for the 95% who are yeah, really cool people. I'm pretty sure that your number's a little low. Okay. Okay. I I, I still believe that. Okay. Well, I, mean, I, I think like the Pope or something. Because like, it only most takes... people are terrible at heart. Eh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I buy that. I, I think more of people than that. It's just that the one or two percent out there who do dickweed things like give out people's phone numbers. That's a horrible person. That that person on the on the horrible list is up there with seat recliners and pedophiles. So, hey, man, that. So that, you know, if you if if you look at it that way, that's one person who's a 10 on the scumbag scale. And that, you know, that makes everybody else kind of look bad, even though. And then the people who actually go and. Start using the phone number. Uh, you guys are also tens on the scale, just so you know. Just my humble opinion. Okay. I mean, it's just an opinion. But I, I kind of put those guys up there with, uh, with the pedos and the seat recliners. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, Well, Freddie, how's your day been? Uh, my day's been really good. Has it been very sportsy or non-sportsy? Uh, where where it, are you it's, at? It's been very worky. Um, right. I, as, as you know, we've got a fairly significant project in the works. And uh, so we're pretty close to, I'm actually very close to two big, big things where like now it's just a matter of working out the paperwork that I can't wait to tell the people about, but it can't be today. Okay. But I did a lot of stuff on that today. Um, I I know a lot of people know we're working on the Sports Map Elite Project. That'll be ready for March Madness is the plan. So I've been working on a bunch of that stuff and did a bunch of horse picks and, uh, you know, I, I, it's kind of funny. I, I'm trying to decide whether I should 
tweet at people who tell me how much my picks suck when I lose. <laughs> because, you know, I, I gave the people three picks yesterday. I did too. Uh, on hockey. How, how did yours do? I was two and one. Okay. Well, here's what I... The, the last one I threw in there was Maple Leafs Flames over six. The score was four to three. What is that? That's seven. Okay. So that's over six, right? Seven greater than six. Yeah. Uh, gave you uh, Red Wing Stars under six, and then it went down to five and a half. And I said, okay, it's still worth playing. It was two to one. What is that? That's three. Okay. So that's that, way less than six. And the other game was Blues Golden Knights over six. That final was five to four. I'm not good at math, but is that more than six? That's a niner. So I kind of just wanted to tweet at all those dickweeds who have to, oh, that pick sucked, that pick sucked. So, okay, that's fine. You can tell me my pick sucks. But when I go 3-0 and for the people? It's radio silence. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, because the people who always, and there's people who always say, oh, man, thanks for that. That was great. Uh, but they're the cool ones. They're not the, ever the ones who gonna, are going to say, oh, dude, you sucked on that pick. They're not going to do that because they get it. It's just, and I'm pretty sure that the guys who do that don't even bet. I think they're just, they're just, you know what? They're pedophiles. Well. So let's put them in that box. <laughs> so, okay. So this is, this is my new box of uh, pedophiles is if you do that, you tweet at us when we miss a pick, you are a seat recliner pedophile, horrible person. Somebody says, I say 70% good, 30% bad. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it's just me. It might be more accurate. It, maybe. But I kind of feel like... Uh, uh, let's go 75-25, because I feel like if you're in a, if there's four of you in a room, at least one of those people are terrible. Yeah. See, it depends on the room. Like, it's look, it's me, you, and Aaron here now. Josh was here earlier. Josh is terrible. See, I, I, see, I, I was going to say the three of us were terrible, but... <laughs> uh, no, but uh, honestly, I don't know that we're a fair example, because I don't... Well, I don't, for one thing, I don't think Josh is terrible, but I don't surround myself with people like that. Right. I only hang out with people that I think are good people. Sometimes I'm wrong. One time I, I, I hung out with a guy for a couple of years who wound up killing a kid. That was a wrong. That was a misread. <laughs> you <laughs> you made a say, mistake on that one. Yeah, I could just say I was wrong on that one. That happens. Uh, but for the most part, man, most of the people I know are, are, are good people who just want to see other people succeed. I mean, I, I kind of feel like that's how... Life should be, right? Like, I, I root for everybody here. I want to see everybody uh, do well. I, root, I mean, we've got so many great listeners that I want to see them have success at what they do. And, you know, that I, I want to see other people succeed. I don't want to see them fail. I hate people who want to see people fail or who just feel like it's their job in life to try to ruin somebody else. That's a bad person. And I don't think there's as many of them as... You know, as, as most people do, I just think that the few that do it can really screw things up for people. Yeah. That's all. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if 25% are terrible, but according to commercials, they do have herpes. <laughs> well, that's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, yesterday you were talking about the stocks that you're into. Yeah. Are you into, like, Blockbuster and AMC and GameStop? No, I don't know. No. Oh, well, that's too bad for you because that's what's, that's what's taken off in the world today. And now because... Uh, people on the, people on the interweb are using uh, the same tricks that rich and powerful people use to make ridiculous stocks take off, and now rich and powerful people are losing money uh, at the manipulation game that they invented. Now the government's got to get involved. The economic team, uh, including the Treasury Secretary, is monitoring Reddit to make sure that that 
the people can't decide what has value. <laughs> this is why we need no government. I'm hey, for getting rid of all that. government. I don't know Come about, to my side. I don't know about all government, but all. I, I think the government messing around and stuff like this is, is too much. I think the government messes around on way too much stuff, but that's... that's Wait a minute. A bunch of poor people got money today? We can't have that. People? We can't have well, that. We've got to start monitoring this. Well, that's because... You know that that's that's how our our society's a rigged game, man. <laughs> yes, you know the, the yes it is. The, the rich people do their best to make sure they keep all the money. So when when those of us who are fleas get in there and get some cash, uh oh, can't have that. We got to get a dose of the flea spray. You just said you you know good people want things that are good for others. I'm sitting there going through reading all these threads on Reddit about this, and somebody was like. Look, my sister has Lyme disease. Now I can pay off my mom's house and pay for my sister's treatment so she's not going to de- into debt for her medical bills Sounds anymore. like great news. That right? is I good sold news. my money, and I sold all my stocks, and now I can do this for my sister. That's a good thing for good people. I like that. Maybe he was lying because it's the internet, and everybody lies. Well, yeah. But not I a, like no, that story of hope. Not everybody. 5%. But that's a 5% gets retweeted. That's the problem. That's why I'm going to stick to my number. Because it, it's it, it's the scumbags on there that get retweeted by everybody. Because we all like, oh, look what this guy said. Or look what this girl said. Or, oh, isn't this a beautiful story? Or my personal favorite, I'm having such a bad day. Cheer me up and tell me I'm pretty. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I really do think that it, every now and then people do stuff where I just like, really? This is, and I shouldn't be surprised because I read the text line. But yeah, it, but I just don't think it's that many. And I, I really think, I think we all want the same things in life, don't we? Don't we just want to have a nice life, take care of our families, you know, smoke a little weed, drink every now and then or every night, whatever. And uh, you know, it's it's all good. Um, it's all good, man. Crystal asking, uh, going to Sam Houston on Friday. You got anything good for me? I uh. Yeah, I will be out there. Appearance. Yes, we'll be out there from four to that? seven, and uh, I've I've got to go back and I, I'll look at the picks again before Friday and give you guys my favorite races. The problem is just just a little insight on how I have to do this. Like on Tuesday, I have to do all three days, so by the time I get done with Saturday, I've forgotten what the hell I have on Fridays. But so I, I always go back and look that day. Um, so yeah, I had to turn all those, uh, you know. I had to turn all those in, and then I did Sundays today. They got a nice card on Sunday, and I got some long shots I love there. So um, I'll be making some money this weekend, or I'll be I'll be betting some money this weekend. AJ, are you on FSU being underrated and seeing value in their lines? Uh, uh I haven't been. Um, I think Florida State's good. I don't think they're great. I, I, my in Miami in that line, I don't I. That's about my number. So, no. I think Florida State's pretty good. I don't think they're better than they have been recently, but I haven't seen particular value with them now. IOT says if I am t- off to a 1-0 and start today. Yeah. You got to love the 2p.m. So two, two hoops. So, you're three for your last four? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, and the fourth one, uh, well, actually, I was 2-0 and the night before that, too. Okay. But the one that I lost yesterday was the one that I told people, listen, I, I – these people are out. Yeah. I, I played it assuming that w- we were going to have guys play, but then it turns out these people are out, so okay, but not I, a great you know what? pick. I want to forget about all those ones you won. I want to talk about that. Well, you missed fine. one. How dare you miss one, sir? But yeah, I had a Pepperdine plus six and a half today. Outright winners over BYU. Nice. Take well, that. Well played. 
Um, somebody says, God, why didn't you give out the money line then? Because well, I'm scared. <laughs> scared money don't make yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they went out right, and you didn't give out the money line. I didn't want to lose any money because I've got to put that money into Blockbuster stock. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I thought you were doing the uh, Bitcoin. I have been doing Bitcoin, but listen, it's not long before the government gets in that and shuts it down because they don't want other. They don't want poor people getting rich. Yeah, we we can't have that. It, it's just it, it's wrong. It's un-American. Uh, but somebody said uh, AJ shouldn't have given out Josh's number. Shame. <laughs> I'm on the list of terrible people. Your uh, rigged economy discussion also sounds like poker, tall stacks versus short stacks. It is. I mean, that's isn't that kind of what the, I mean, if you look at poker, if I've got 80,000 chips and Aaron has 500, how do you think that's going to work out? Well, that means you get to decide when, uh, yeah. when Aaron plays. I control Aaron's life. It's, a, it, it's, it's very rigged. Now, if we all start with the same stack, that's a little different, but that doesn't happen, right? Oh, you know what that is? Socialism. We can't have that. All right, guys. Tell you what you can't have without spending a whole bunch of money. Even if you got a short stack, you can get your brakes fixed with new brakes. They're a mobile brake repair service. The cool thing is right now, especially, you don't want to be going to a shop or a dealership and having to sit there and wait for a couple hours. These guys come to you. They do brakes. That's all they do, and they do it better than anybody. 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers. Everything is quality. Certified experience, brake technicians. And uh, here's what you do. This is real simple. You go to newbrakes.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. You mention ESPN, you're going to get 10% off your service. The cool thing is they're going to come uh, They're, they're going to come right to you, and they're going to get right back to you, set up your appointment, and boom, done. And everybody, everybody who uses them raves about them. I've had so many blitzers reach out and say, oh, these guys are great. I'm going to have them come out and take care of mine here in a couple of weeks. So uh, Josh's wife had it done. You should get it done, too. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. You need to know your place. Because it's about to get heavy. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. I'm coming around on Mina Kimes. She's no Katie No One, though. I'm sorry. Um, did you watch any of your beloved Rockets last night? No I did one, not. Three in a row? No, I, I saw that they won, but that was about the extent of my participation with him. I was busy finishing The Night Stalker. What did you wind up thinking of that? I thought it was excellent. Yeah, they did a really good job with it. I, I don't understand these people being pissed off about seeing blood and gore in there. Like, that's just dumb. Like, I, I thought they did a really good job with it. I, I like it's all. I've always thought it was a really cool story because like the people in the neighborhood or the people who really took them down. Right, then. right. Uh, but I also like the uh, the the last story, like where they got his actual name, where the cop basically admits to police brutality to get his name. Yeah. And then, like, it was celebrated. And mob violence, mob justice, 
celebrated. <laughs> just kind of tells you when, you know, when there's a serial killer on the loose, all the regular rules we can throw out. Let's just get him. I um I found the the two police officers that they they were kind of the focus of it. Yeah. I, I thought they uh I found them very intriguing, you know, because they they were they would admit when they were wrong about stuff too, which yeah. was uh. So I thought you got a lot of insight into how it works as a homicide detective and how all of these different agencies weren't working together, and so you'd have somebody off doing something else, and how hard it was to and pull all that throwing together. Throwing information out there that they didn't want out. Yeah, yeah. So, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I still want to see the team where, where it's, when it's all the guys that they're supposed to have. This is just what are the odds Wednesday? What are the odds that that lineup plays more than twenty games this year? Ooh, all three of them: Wood, Cousins, Wall, and, and uh, Oladipo. And, and Oladipo. So four, so of all them. four of them. Yeah, I don't care who else is on the floor. You just, I'm just saying those four. I'd set the number at twelve and a half. Feels about right because you're talking about four guys. Well, Wood hasn't had injury problems until this year, but yeah, Cousins, Wall, Oladipo, they've all had issues. So it'd be nice if it were more than that. But yeah, I was hearing that uh, Rafael Stone is interested in keeping Oladipo long term. I don't hate that. Uh, I I need to see what this team's going to look like with these guys. I mean, I think that's obvious. If if this is a bad team, if they go thirty and fifty-two, and then you sign Victor Oladipo to yeah. a max deal, that's pretty dumb. But if this team makes the playoffs and somehow makes a run, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I don't need them to be a four seed. I'm just saying if they can, they can get in as six or a seven, you can build around that group. Yeah, you just get better incrementally at other places. You know what they could do? Did you see what? Jimmer Fredette did yet again for the Shanghai Sharks? No. Put up 70. Oh, well. Go go get Jimmer. Bring yeah, Jimmer back. Jimmer's game doesn't work as well in the NBA. Uh, no, no. I'm, oh, what, you're saying that the uh, Chinese Basketball League isn't as good as the NBA? I'm, it's close, but no, not you, quite as uh, good. You remember what happened to Daryl Morey when he started that kind of stuff? Well. You're talking about their sovereign league, AJ. I know. And Jimmer dominates in that league. <laughs> 70 points. Jeez. It's got... It's this that's gotta be like playing against high school kids it kind for the of. most part. Yeah. Yeah, for him to do that. I mean that was Jimmer in college a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, of course Jimmer was forty years old in college, like most of the BYU <laughs> guys. And don't at me BYU people, I'm joking. Except you're not. <laughs> well, not forty. Thirty two, thirty three. Uh <laughs> did you see that uh your Tennessee volunteers have a new coach? Uh well, I heard Charlie and Joel talking about it today, that there's no way for Tennessee football to get, quote-unquote, back. I disagree with that, but okay. What what was their premise for that? Well, I mean, I think it was just, he was just saying that they're they're like Nebraska now. And I'm not sure that that's true. Uh, listen. Yeah, I, I don't think that's fair because the, the problem with Nebraska is, you know, Nebraska is, I mean... Tennessee's in the SEC. They can recruit kids out of Georgia. They can recruit kids out of Tennessee and out Florida. Florida. Where Nebraska is in geographically, yeah, it's I mean, difficult for them. Well, I've said that a lot. There's only days. there's only so many good teams you can have in that part of the country right now. There's and one. You, well, you've got Ohio State, but I mean Michigan can be good. Penn State can be good. 
Notre but, Dame can be good. Yeah, but not all of them can be. And uh, you know, and I, I just think it's going to be real hard for them to get back because when they when Nebraska was successful, they were recruiting nationally, and it's kind of hard to get kids to go there now because back then they were paying them a lot of money to go there and giving them guns and cool stuff. I don't think that's going to work anymore because everybody has money and guns to give. Yeah. But I, I think that uh, I like this hire. My, my concern with Heupel is the same concern I had with Tom Herman is that he won with other, another guy's guys. But, I mean, he had a really good pedigree before he went there. He runs a really good offense. And if he can recruit to Tennessee, I mean, the East, it's not that hard to get back in the mix. You're really just competing with Georgia and Florida. And... I, I don't see why Tennessee can't be Tennessee again at some point. It always comes down to you, ha- you have to hire the right guy. You have to you have to have the guy who's the right fit. Just like Texas at some point will be Texas again when they get the right fit. Oklahoma's been really lucky since they hired Bob Stoops because Lincoln Riley stepped right in, right fit for a long time now there. That's why they're staying good. But And it looks like Ohio State's kind of in the same boat with, with uh, Urban Meyer turned him into it, now Ryan Day. That's hard to do. But... Especially once you get down and start hiring the wrong coach after the wrong coach and the wrong coach, and I hope the Texans are listening, it's hard to get back. Yeah. And so it's going to take a little bit to get get back for Tennessee, but I I like the hire. I don't know if it's going to work. It's a big jump. And like I said, it's not really his kids he was winning with there. It was all Scott Frost kids. So to kind of bring it back to Nebraska. You like how I did that? There you go. Just sort of... uh, Brought that thing yeah. full circle. And who knows if he can do it, but this is probably the best hire they could have made because yeah. apparently they they talked to James Franklin and James Franklin wasn't interested. Penn State's a better job than Tennessee at this point. Uh, apparently, P.J. Fleck was thrown out there and P.J. Fleck wasn't interested. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why Franklin would have been interested in it, frankly. I mean... Uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot there, and I, I like the upside of this guy better than I know what James Franklin is. He's gonna have he's gonna give you some good seasons. I don't think he's ever gonna get you over the top to where they want to be. But I, I and th- and this is why I'm gonna turn this into the Texans all of a sudden. This is why these Leslie Frazier stuff. Like, okay, what's your ceiling with Leslie Frazier? Nine and seven, maybe. Go get me a guy who hasn't failed yet, who's gone the upside. The thing about Tennessee, though, it's a tough sell because Tennessee's got they've got issues in, within their athletic department as far as rule breaking and things like that. Like at every SEC school, right? But theirs are now public and yeah. have become a problem. And it's also it's it it's gotten to be it's been long enough since Tennessee was good that it's hard to imagine them getting back anytime soon. Well, and that that's the thing because you have a whole generation of kids who weren't there for the didn't see the Peyton Manning years and the T Martin years and Philip Fulmer since Philip Fulmer's last uh, good season in 2007 Tennessee football is 78 and 82 overall is that good I'm not good at math 36 and 70 in the in the SEC since 2007 36 and 70 that I mean zero east division titles so no, they're a, they're a total mess. Um, the only ones worse than them at three thirty nine in the last thirteen years, Kentucky and Vanderbilt. And you know, in, in the West, we we talk about the hierarchy there, but you're not supposed to be 
down there with those two teams in the East. That's just not a uh, not a good place to be. How about this? Uh, you know, they're the SEC East. The the two teams at the top of that division that used to be three teams, but the other two teams that are still at the top: Florida versus Tennessee. Florida fifteen and one in their last sixteen. Uh, last eleven matchups with Georgia nine and two Georgia. They play Alabama every year. 14 straight wins for Alabama. So it's it's just it's a it's a tough sell right now. Tennessee's a tough place to win. So that's it, why you got to go and you got to have some success and then start getting kids interested in it again and and have But that's why it's hard to get a, a James Franklin or a PJ Fleck to leave the secure situations right, they're in. Right. Although I I think uh you almost have to get someone who's had success at a lower level. Yeah. Yeah, but I also I like the I mean now PJ's a little different. I I still think um he's he's had a limited amount of time at this level and he's done really well. I think he could do well there at Tennessee, but I also don't blame him for leaving and I don't blame Franklin for leaving either because I'm not sure Tennessee's a better job at this stage. In fact, I I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, uh I you know what's great? Pro Dunk Hoops. And old Rick Barnes who thinks I'm an absolute moron. He uh he's there at Tennessee. And I bet his guys are playing on pro dunk hoops goals because he's he's not a moron. Uh, they've got the thickest steel of any goal on the market, seventy five percent thicker than you could get in the big box stores. They've got a tempered glass backboard that's so strong if it breaks or cracks for any reason whatsoever, hoops will come out and replace it for free. And they're going to have a design to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. Uh, they've got a fully portable version. If you've got a picky HOA in your neighborhood, they've got something that will fit you and whatever age your kids are because they're all adjustable from 5 feet to 10 feet with the turn of a handle. Super simple and just a, a just a great product overall. Makes the house look better even. You see a lot of goals in people's driveways and it's like, oh, that doesn't look great. My house looks fantastic because this thing looks like I stole it from Toyota Center. Uh, get your new hoops goal today. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com or give them a call 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. I want to f*** on a Give me a f*** on line. AP, Big Rocks. And the ESPN. 97.5. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Warby Parker. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at warbyparker.com slash terms. Have you ever wondered why eyeglasses cost so much? Glasses have been around 700 years. Isn't technology supposed to get less expensive over time? Well, there's a simple explanation. For decades, the eyewear industry has been dominated by a single company that's kept prices artificially high while reaping huge profits. Yikes. Warby Parker was created to change that. They design and produce their own eyewear and then sell it directly to you for a fraction of the price. Warby Parker's high-quality glasses start at just $95, including your prescription. Plus, all their glasses are backed with a full 30-day risk-free money-back guarantee. Text PAIR to 64000 to try five pairs of frames for free. They'll ship them to you to try out for five days. If you find a style you like, they'll send you a fresh pair with your prescription. Easy. Text PAIR to 64000 to pick your five frames to try on at home for free. Text PAIR to 64000 to get started for free. That's P-A-I-R to 64000. Hi, this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone, but many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. 
Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should fight this battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Court is back in session. Where the judge wears stripes. And both teams are ready for a heated debate. No objections. No filibusters here. Only fast pace in your face basketball. Catch all the action right here on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Texas A&M, Kansas State, Saturday morning at 1030 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know, it's funny, since I had that bad run on the hockey, I think I'm I think I'm think 5-1 now. Look at you. Since I came back. You're picking things made up. Those, made those adjustments. So um, It's a game of adjustments, they say, Fred. It is. Echo Adam asks, anyone watch Lupin on Netflix? If not, I recommend it. I, I, I heard that that's good, and it's uh, I think it's in French, right? Yeah, I watched it. It was, uh, you know, because somebody was, oh, this is like the French version of Luther. And I was like, never tell me stuff like that, because then I'm going to be disappointed. Because it, it's, it's not as good as Luther, but it's really good. I've uh, heard it's good, and, and I, I told my wife we could watch it. She She's normally the one who doesn't like uh, subtitled shows, but the show that we watched recently, Dark, that was in German. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I think I did. It's a time travel show. Yeah. I, and it's like, uh, it's it's not just time travel. It's multiple timelines happening at once. It's so confusing to me I, that I was turned off by it. And then finally she convinced me, listen, you weren't turned off by this because of, it was subtitled. I don't think that made it any easier for right, me to understand. Right. But it certainly, you know, like in my mind, I was like, I'm done with these shows these European shows, I can't understand it, but I think it was just because that one had multiple timelines, not because it was in Germany. Yeah, I, I, I mean, too many shows are using that trope now, which I don't like. But uh, it's funny because somebody asked me, "Hey, did you watch this?" And I'm like, oh, "No, I'll check it out." And then I watched. I started watching. I was like, "Oh yeah, I did watch this. I've, I've seen. I've pretty much seen everything there is to see on Netflix now." So is my wife. She's watched all of Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've pretty much cleaned out Netflix now. Okay, so. Um, this is not a big play tonight because these these teams are really inconsistent. The computer says that uh, we should have eight goals in this game tonight, so that's an over with uh, uh, Ottawa and Vancouver. Ottawa. Uh, both teams are not off to the greatest starts, especially out Ottawa. Uh, Matt Murray, who's their goalie, is giving up four and a half goals a game. Oh, let me check and make sure I don't have any goalies in this game. And Braden Holtby, who is is a good goalie, who Vancouver signed, he's given up. Uh, about 3.7 goals per game. Oh, I don't have anybody playing. I only have one player playing tonight, and he plays for Vancouver. Okay. So uh, maybe he'll score a goal. So I'm not playing a lot on this because it's got the six and a half. It's got to be a small card tonight. There's only two games. Okay. Um, And I don't really like the other one, but uh, I got it at six. I'm not going to. I got to do the Brad Powers here. I got in early and got it at six. I think it's six and a half right now, uh, which I'm still okay with, but I obviously I always like it better when it's six. As opposed to that half, but there you go. Good luck. It's it's not a uh, it's not as strongly as I felt about the Golden Knights last night, but it's uh you know it's something to do. You just want to bet. 
That's all. Seven. I got ripped off this week in fantasy hockey because every goalie I have played yeah. last night, all four of them got wins. <laughs> and you can only have two of them in the lineup. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Um, you know, we're talking about TV shows. I don't know you haven't gotten on WandaVision yet. Um, I've seen bits and pieces. I don't know that I'm going to get on it, to I, be honest. I think I, I, I'll, I'll give you a, a better report after this week. But the rumor is that Doctor Strange is going to make an appearance in it. And um, it, it, reading up on what's going on. I mean, on, Iron Man could show up in The Mandalorian and it wouldn't make me watch that. Now you're, that's ridiculous. You're combining universes. That makes I'm no just sense. telling you, it's, well, it's the same platform, all right? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the, what I, I've, listen, I've only walked through the room when the WandaVision is on. It looks so ridiculous. You have to, uh, you kind of got to stick with it. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. I mean, it's actually funny. It's just, and if you like those 50 shows, there's so many callbacks to it. Um, it, it's pretty clever, but I'm ready for them to get, and, and the whole thing is it's Mephisto is the bad guy who's got him trapped or got her trapped. But I, isn't it difficult for you? Like when someone tells you, you really got to stick with this show before it gets good. Well, I, like, no, that's the worst that's, thing you can that's, tell me. That's not what I'm saying though. Cause I think it is good. It's just not what you're expecting. It's totally different than what you're expecting. And after last week's show, it really looks like it's about to take off. Here's the thing about superhero stuff. It's supposed to be so simple. Like, good guys fight the bad guys. That's why everybody loves superhero movies, because it's good guys and bad guys fighting with superpowers. We like that. We're a simple culture. If you try to make your superhero movies go off on some sidetrack thing, besides good guys fighting bad guys, it turns me off. See, but the whole Marvel Universe is not has kind of gone off in that direction where maybe the guy's not the bad guy. Literally the plot of every Marvel movie is good guy versus bad guy. That's that's because you're acting like all these guys are are the good guys. They're not all good guys. And not all the bad guys are bad guys. Thanos was not a bad guy. He had the right idea. No. He's the bad guy. No. All you're doing is confirming that you're also a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. (laughs) But do I think uh, we could lose 50% of the population? Yeah, kind of do. What if you're in it? I won't be, because I'll be one. I'll be the one with the gauntlet, AJ. You'll never get the gauntlet. And not only that, you're not when I when I do enough. my snap, it's not going to be fifty percent. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be that five percent. Like anyone who uh, who trolls on Twitter, who reclines their seat, who gives out phone numbers. See, now you're, you're an even worse guy because now it's not it, like it's not random. It's not I, I random. It. That's okay. That makes you worse. No, it makes me better. What do you think, Aaron? He's picking I mean, anyone who's against him. No, there, not against there's me. plenty of people in history who made sure they took out specific people of specific sex yeah, in the Fred, world that they didn't like. Fred's very Hitlery right what's now. Se- no, what's sex got to do with it? There's, this is not, there's, no, there's no racism or anything involved. It's just you're a bad person. Like Hitler, guess there's what? There's reclinerism. Uh, Hitler would be snapped out. Well, he's already dead. I uh, know, no but good. if he were around, he'd be snapped out. That, that's a positive. All right. Seat recliners, yeah. Gone. I just I think he was misunderstood, that's all. <laughs> uh so, you know, will we see Wanda Topless and I'd buy it. I hope so. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think the mouse is gonna be okay with that. Yeah. But no, the the best villains are the ones you understand. 
It's not it, that it's not just so cl- like I, I mean Heath Ledger's Joker. You kind of got why he, you know, I'm an agent of chaos and and all these schemers. I mean, being an agent of chaos is like the least possible thing to understand. No, because it's chaos inherently, and and chaos is not a bad thing used properly. Bane was the more understandable Batman villain. He was of understandable the new too than yeah. the Joker. Because you know Bane really was about taking Penguin. Yeah. He wasn't in the new ones, though. At least not yet. They shouldn't bring him back. Colin Farrell. Um, I saw a thing the other day that uh, what the plan was if Heath Ledger hadn't died um, for the last of the Dark Knights. Because if you recall, Christopher Nolan didn't want to do a third one after Heath Ledger died. But they yeah. had a plan. And it was going to be, obviously, Heath Ledger would be back as the Joker. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is the Riddler. That was the plan. It's like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I don't know. The Riddler's such a hokey character. It would have just ruined it. Not if, honestly. Not, like, I, I don't think. But see, that's the thing. Like, Christopher Nolan wouldn't have done him as hokey. Yeah, he did because he did the Scarecrow as hokey. Eh. Scarecrow was a terrible character. That was a pretty good movie overall. But the Scarecrow character, that, that was bad. Yeah, but he was he was kind of a bit part. I mean, Ra's al, al Ghul was the main bad right. guy. But he was just a he was a you, minion. Did you want a movie with a main character, a main bad guy of the Riddler? No, he wouldn't be the main bad guy because you'd still have the Joker back. He would just be part of it. Oh. And, and I I would trust Christopher Nolan with that character so that it wouldn't be horrible. So he would have either been hokey or he would have been like a green version of the Joker, just a guy with you know green getup instead of purple. Because like, like Jim character or Jim Carrey's character when they did the Riddler was ridiculous. The it char- was, but it fit the actual, like, what the character was supposed to be. Right, but the character in the original Batman series was also ridiculous. Yes. Like, but that's not what sells now. No. You don't want your bad guys to be funny guys. Or, or like, uh, hokey, corny characters. You want them to either be, me- like, mega alien superhero types, like, super powerful, that just had, like, like, what's the Riddler's powers? He doesn't have any powers. Like, in the real in the real world, like uh, any superhero with some powers is going to destroy the Riddler or the Joker because they don't have superpowers. Well, guess what? That's why I love them. No, they're real. Batman doesn't have any superpowers other than as uh, as he said in Justice League. What's your superpower? I'm rich. Yep, that's, that's it. True. That's it. I that's to me is the best. That's better than guys with alien powers that got well, came that's from not other even planets. A superhero movie. Well, we're talking about movies uh, where stop, stop with they're not superheroes. Uh, that's just silly. I'm talking about like imagine there's a movie with the Riddler against Iron Man or and the Hulk. Like, the, what's the Riddler going to do? Tell Hulk a joke? Like the, the movie lasts five seconds. The only reason the Riddler and Joker even work is because Batman doesn't have superpowers. Again, you realize you're talking about two different universes. I am, but I'm, it, the point is the same. No, the point's not the same. Yet, Batman is the only one, the only, the only superhero that can have villains that don't have superpowers. Otherwise, it's pointless. Huh? Huh? Batman, who doesn't have superpowers, yeah. is the only superhero who can have villains that don't have superpowers. Otherwise, what's the point? Well, the point is, they could actually exist. Iron, I, I, I know this is going to come. Is a huge shock to you? Iron Man doesn't exist, right? 
he doesn't. Yeah, although he's the closest one that could, because you could create. I'm sure you could create a suit like that if you were you were smart as Tony Stark. Like the Tesla guy could do it. Yeah, like Elon Musk could be flying around right now could in be. one of those. So that that one that one is kind of different. But the Hulk, he doesn't really exist. Well, I'm aware. I mean, aside Thor? from the shield, you could create a Captain America. You just take a small guy and give him a bunch of HGH and steroids. Well, Barry Bonds is Captain America. There we go. Mm-hmm. So that's the proof. Well, Captain yeah. America exists. He just played baseball instead of fighting right. Nazis. He should have been out there fighting Nazis. Well, the, giant, the Giants thought they could win a World Series with him. They were wrong, but they thought they could do it. They came close. They came really close. Yeah. You know why they came close? Because they had Captain America on the team. The rest of the team was just a bunch of scrubby old dudes. Well, that just goes to show why Captain America is one of the worst Avengers, because... If you had Iron Man on there by himself, you would have won. Captain America is a boring Avenger. He really is. He, I hate to say that. Because, I, I mean, I, I love the Avengers movies, but like him, Black Widow, and uh, Hawkeye, I mean, they're, they're not even necessary. None of those are good characters. And I like all the actors. Yeah. So, and Wiltz brings up a good point. As an ancient alien theorist, Thor is possible. Ancient astronaut theorist. Thor could theoretically be possible if he was from another world, came here, and they worshipped him as a god along with the other ones, and it turns out that it was the same thing. In Endgame, they were actually aliens. That is a possibility. Theoretically. <laughs> all right. Uh, what do we got here? Allstate. Ah. Allstate windows and siding. Uh, I can tell you now from experience how great Allstate windows and siding are because I've got Allstate windows in my home. They came out to my house. I had builder-grade windows, um, you know, single pane. And I I brought them out, and my, my they showed my wife and I the windows. They can do it virtually if you prefer, if you're not comfortable with people in the house. But showed us the windows, and I was, I was sold. My wife was sold. So they measured all our windows. We customized what we wanted them to look like. They sent them off and got them built. Two weeks later, they're back ready to be installed and guys i'm telling you like by the they installed it in two days you couldn't tell they were even there because everything was cleaned up they they didn't leave a a a hint that they were even there they took away all the trash and i saved 25 percent, 25 percent off all window packages right now i saved a little bit more because i got a military discount and even more because i got a cash discount you can get all those things you want the best rates call allstate 832 204-1936, or check them out online, allstatesidingandwindows.com. This is The Blitz, the Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. What I appreciate the most is when there aren't good and bad guys, where guys are good and bad, they have charming things about them, but they also do some bad things. Like that that's why I like the boys so much. It's like those guys are well, they're they're all kind of bad, but there's some good to a few of them. And and that's what's so great about Banshee. Every one of those characters did something. 
Like, Lucas Hood was a thief. Well, yeah. But you loved him, right? I mean, he was a lovable character because you understood Yeah, it, it was just cool and different. And uh, Well, he was the hero of the show. Now, whether of. he was a, an anti-hero or not, but he's the... He's the character that you are supposed to be cheering for, theoretically. Yeah, and that's but that's that gray area that I like. My problem is I don't like shows where there's nobody I can root for. If if you all suck, I'm kind of out. And you know that happens a lot. There's a lot of shows that people love, and it's like I don't like any of these characters. That's like Walking Dead. One of the reasons I ejected. Stupid show. It's like they all suck. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the zombies now. That's a problem. In theory. You know what sucks? All these uh, people getting rich off GameStop and stuff. Yeah. Bitcoin's in the toilet now. <sighs> I don't want to say I warned you. Well, it's like it's still $30,000. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, uh, because my my $300 still turned into, you know, th- that I, that's all. Like, I don't count the rest of the money in my Bitcoin because that's all been positive. I just count from that one day where I got a $300 deposit and the next day it was like $640. Yeah. That was a good day. It's still now like $330, but it's not 640 anymore. Maybe you should take it out of there. Nah. I mean, it's, I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but you could have done that betting on a college basketball game too. That's true. <laughs> so squeezing a call. Michael, you're on the blitz. Go, sir. Hey, uh, Sports, guys. Sports to you, Michael. Uh, not sure if y'all talked about it. I'm just kind of getting on. I just uh, how bad PJ Tucker bit has been of late, and Boogie's kind of stepped up. And you know, when Woods does come back, how good of a combo Woods and Boogie will be. I'll hang up and listen. Well, I, I'll say this, I, I, and I think it'd be tough to have those guys on at the on the court all the time at the same time. Maybe it won't be. I, I don't know. But P.J. Tucker, is. we're starting to see what, what it looks like when P.J. Tucker's on a real basketball team. Um, it, it's he, he, When you're playing with actual, you know, big men out there, he doesn't really have a role. Like, if you're playing the small ball thing, he, he's fine as your, as your post guy who's going to rebound and do all the gritty stuff. It, he doesn't really fit with this team, which is unfortunate because I like P.J., but... PJ's not a fit for what this team is doing anymore. Um, yet, that's a give it time. I mean, I think there could easily be a role for him. It's just, you know, he's not going to be as effective as he was when he was the main big guy in a completely small lineup. But I don't see any reason why he can't play three and shoot corner threes and learn how to, you know, get some backside rebounds and be an effective part of the, what they're doing. But it's going to take time. It's, it's totally different. And, I mean, he's played that way before. So... You know, I, I would just say give it time. It's it's way too early to be trying to judge any of this, especially since, as we talked about earlier in the show, the four guys who are the main guys haven't even been out there together yet. Nope. And until until that happens, who knows where P.J. Tucker's going to fit. So he's recovering from COVID and watching Breaking Bad again. Jesse is the guy to love in that series. I don't. I, I hated Jesse. I, I, I found him annoying and whiny. Not as bad as Skyler. That she what, was the worst. It's funny because that show, which I did love, there really wasn't a lovable character. Walt's kid was a pain in the ass. Um, Mike is a lovable character. Mike I liked a lot. Uh, and Saul. Yeah. Uh, I like Saul a lot, which is why I like Better Call Saul. But, um, and, and I actually like the chicken man. 
<laughs> Gus. Yeah. Gustavo. But I didn't really like any of the characters that you were supposed to root for. Although Walt got, Walt kind of vacillated between really annoying and then very cool. Like when, when he turns into Heisenberg, it's like, okay, he's kind of badass. Yeah. Say my name. But then there were other times when you're like, oh, dude, come on. Meow. Um, uh, I guess well, we'll do this on the other side. I, I want to get into the Chad Wheeler story, and there's a, I, I've gotten tweets and and things of why aren't you talking about this? And we'll we will talk about it on the other side. But there's a big reason why the Chad Wheeler story isn't as big of a story as the Ray Rice story or the Kareem Hunt story. It's because Chad Wheeler is. Chad Wheeler, right? Not not because Chad Wheeler's a white guy, but because Chad Wheeler is a basically a special teams player. We're always going to be more interested when superstars mess up. Like it's just not as I mean, is it gross? And should Chad Wheeler, you know, be thrown away? Yes, <laughs> yes, he should be. Uh, but. The reason there's not like this, it, well, I mean, there's outrage, but the reason there's not a bunch of talk about it is because Chad Wheeler's kind of a, a nobody in the NFL. Well, and there's there's more to it than that, but let's do that next segment okay. when we come back because I I, I want to get into this and and uh, let's let's squeeze in a call real quick from Chad, not Chad Wheeler. Go, Chad. Yeah. Go. Hey, uh, this is Chad. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm a Lions fan, and I got a trade proposal for you guys. Um, both of our quarterbacks are kind of unhappy with their situation. I was thinking maybe we show them that the grass isn't always greener. So, hey Chad, I, yeah, I mean, let me stop you, Chad. Yeah, the phone. Deshaun has a no trade clause, and he does not want to go to Detroit. Yeah, you can. You guys can no, stop like, that. <laughs> nobody wants to go to Detroit. I, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, and by the way, your phone was horrible. Uh, look. Unless you're the Jets or the Dolphins, there's really no reason to even bother with, with this trade. I'll still listen to the 49ers. I'll listen as long as you're not throwing Garoppolo in there because I don't want any part of that garbage. I mean, I don't. Garoppolo is a stopgap guy, and he'd be better than what you'd have if you traded away Watson. I'd rather go get Andy Dalton or some pig like that. But I, if it I, includes, I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. If it includes that Picks and Bosa, I'm interested. That would start the conversation. Yeah. Ain't going to get you there, but it would start the conversation. But don't be giving me no Garoppolo. Uh, uh, but really, any of the other stuff, you're, it's just wishful thinking. The worst is Cowboy fan thinking they can trade Dak for him when Dak's not even under contract. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll trade you a guy on a franchise tag. <laughs> yeah, good luck. For the guy you just locked up for four years. Okay. All right, quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. SPN 97.5. Hey guys, Joel. 